0: hi eric
1: (laughs) hello ty how are you doing man it's been a minute since we've recorded
0: yes the bread has been getting their iv drip liquid iv drip of episodes the last couple weeks but you and
1: i have not been in the booth Mm -hmm. yeah it's been almost three weeks actually since we recorded it feels like um kind of like riding a bike i guess you know what I mean? You get back into it and things start uh, just working for you. It's all muscle memory, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. So excuse me for the first couple minutes while my tongue does its regular stretch routine.
1: <laughs> the same jaw and mouth routine that you have before you get a foot long. You know what I mean? You got to get that thing stretched out.
0: Mm-hmm. Unhinge. <laughs> Prepare the gullet to take on the, the
1: 12 mm-hmm. inches. Mm-hmm. I've heard of people getting their tonsils removed. When you when you level up at Subway, you got to get your tonsils removed because otherwise, <laughs> it's you can't eat full longs as efficiently as others.
0: Yeah, dude, it's part of the hazing for the pro membership.
1: <laughs> exactly, dude. They get out using the uh, the same tongs that they pull the meatballs out with. <laughs> uh, yeah, the backdoor dentist <laughs> at Subway. Don't trust them. <laughs> oh fuck so you've had a busy holiday the, the only reason why we didn't record ties because you were traveling for the entire holidays mm-hmm. probably the best way to deal with christmas why don't you begin by telling me about a bit about that i haven't even asked you until now because obviously we have to save something for the pod yeah of course of course yeah
0: i've been out of my country and out of my mind last couple <laughs> weeks eric because i've been in vacation mode and when you shift the <laughs> iphone into airplane mode and the brain into vacation mode you just become this potato that can only drink beer and look at just like look at things blankly for <laughs> i i feel like i have i have not had a real thought in 2 weeks and like coming back mm-hmm. to my life now i'm like remembering what it's like to think again and i'm going to be doing a lot less of that this year i'm i'm telling you that's part of my new year's resolution is to think less
1: Mm -hmm. is this going to manifest at the way in any way (laughs) like when you're ordering a sandwich i I can see that you are struggling a little bit ty (laughs) with figuring out your sauce selection i feel like you put a lot of thought into it a lot of care which i respect Mm -hmm. however is are you saying that your resolution is going to be to just kind of let it rip
0: yeah, dude,' I'm, I'm having a bit of an identity identity crisis every time I'm in line at subway, but actually I, I want to issue a course correction on my resolution. I know I know you're asking me <laughs> about trips, but we're going here right now. I I think my resolution this year is to actually say no more. You know me? Oh. I'm a little bit of a yes man to everything that comes <laughs> my way. Hence why I've been away for two weeks is because I can't say no.
1: But if you've seen this guy at the veggie section, you'll know exactly what he's talking about. He mm-hmm. this guy runs through the garden every single time.
0: Yeah. So this may impact my sandwich artistry, but I'm going to start turning things down and see how that feels.
1: I love that. I hope that doesn't bleed into our business, Ty, because the only way for this podcast to work is if we're both saying yes.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> we're very we agreeable on
1: Mike. no we both have to consent to recording that's all Mm -hmm. anything once we hit record is it's all fair game
0: i find that there's plenty of consent on mike eric
1: we're two consenting (sighs) podcasting adults and that's
0: all that matters Mm -hmm. you know for sure so now that i've spoiled my resolution
1: i want to hear what yours is for this year oh wow do people still do resolutions i was kind of under the impression that we those were out this year (laughs) ah no dude resolutions are always in I don't know what it is, Ty, but I feel like the holiday spirit and the New Year's spirit this year has kind of died a little bit, and I think like it probably died during COVID, um, but we we're trying to fake it until now, and we've just run out of gas mm. because I didn't send out any Merry Christmas texts this year, and I only received one, so that says a lot, Ty. yeah dude okay here's what's going on here i think we're
0: stretched too thin as far as holidays because this has been a problem ever since january 6th and now that we have (laughs) a new holiday on the calendar like i'm stretched now i'm getting i have to send a happy january 6th text
1: happy christmas (laughs) text and a happy new year's text it's not happening i can only pick one what are you sending on jan 6th happy orthodox new year or christmas (laughs) What is what's happening on Jan 6th Ty? Please fill me in. It's it's insurrection day, Eric. <laughs> oh, great.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. But the only thing I stormed on January 6th was a was a yoga class. She asked me to uh set my intention for the session, and I
1: decided to be more violent. Holy shit. And and take up rock climbing, maybe? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> gotta gotta Start climb those seeing. fences. Yeah. <laughs> tied uh orthodox christmas is on jan 7th so pardon my Mm. ignorance earlier
0: yeah you got that pulled up on the second second macbook over there that's pretty good exactly no dude on
1: one macbook googling bullshit on the other
0: (laughs) i'm uh i'm really happy that we're past this festive season now we're on the other side there's too many stupid things going on during this time of year it's overwhelming like I get so mm-hmm. much merchandise from my friends during this time of year, like friends merch. Like <laughs> I, I like, get a how, co-
1: I like just... how you're calling gifts merch. It really <laughs> kind of just like devalues it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's merch when it's like a card of their baby or like a calendar with oh. their dog or a, a push, like a mag- <laughs> a magnet, you know, it's like merchandise.
1: Dude, gifting someone a calendar is diabolical because you have to stare at it the entire year. <laughs>
0: yeah no kidding we should make a think fresh calendar
1: i love that idea actually we can include maybe our top memes Mm -hmm. or perhaps just like prominent moments in subway history
0: (laughs) we have enough content on the instagram account that we could do one of those tear away page a day calendars and you get a different think fresh meme every day we could do it on the hour Mm -hmm. even
1: we can call it a sad event calendar
0: (laughs) that's really clever but yeah the gifting is over I'm not getting any more wrapped notifications. I mentioned on a previous podcast, I got a wrapped from chess.com, which (laughs) is really funny. They're like, you played one game this year and you lost.
1: (laughs) Oh, wow. It's like, yeah, maybe if I won, I would have played some more. Yeah. And I even got a wrapped from Starbucks, Eric. Oh no. Yeah, dude. Is this like how many points you've accumulated and, and things like that and redeemed.
0: Yep. They did drop the elusive gold member points, but there were some other interesting stats. Like they said, I drank six caramel macchiatos. I don't remember <laughs> ordering those. And they this was a weird one. They said I ordered Starbucks in six different countries. I didn't even visit oh. six different countries this year, Eric. I don't know where
1: they got that number. I think you might be hacked, Ty. Is it is it possible to dispute a subway <laughs> or a or a Starbucks uh, transaction in the app? Maybe that is the benefit of all Wrapped is that
0: they reveal identity theft around the world. <laughs> They're like, you made seven thousand transactions in India. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, oh fuck, I'm so fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that's actually funny. Yeah, dude. I'm trying to think what other Wrapped things have come across my radar i feel like when i was on duolingo they would send me a rap, and mm. like maybe once it was like interesting because i was using the app but then the second time they always include some kind of like pensive message being like mm-hmm. you know what it doesn't matter that you gave up you can always ret- restart <laughs> it's like something <laughs> like that it's like makes me feel even worse so i unsubscribed yeah dude Duolingo's the most passive aggressive app they,
0: they're they not afraid to yeah. throw a little bit of shade if
1: you're not using it yeah exactly it's like dude you're such a loser that only speaks one language <laughs> come yeah, on a
0: t- they're gonna hit you with the red notification dot just to throw you an insult it's so funny
1: <laughs> so yeah exactly so speaking of speaking multiple languages Thai were you um Hablando, uh Español in, in Mexico? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, CCC. Sí, sí, sí. yeah, did you so beat the gringo allegations?
0: For the breadheads, I spent the last 10 <laughs> days down in Mexico and the week prior to that in Los Angeles. And I did try to speak a little bit of the uh, like local language, Eric, and I'm always called out for it. They always laugh in my face when I start speaking. Ah, uh, yes.
1: Luckily for mm-hmm. us, Thai valley girl is not very different from English. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, I did learn something interesting, though, about the uh,
0: Spanish language, Eric. I, I referred to myself as a gringo apologetically, of course, when I couldn't pick up some of the words a local was <laughs> saying to me. And then they told me, are you? where are you from? And I said, Canada. And then they said, oh, you are not a gringo. My my amigo, and I oh, said, "Oh, interesting! Yeah, why am I not a gringo?" And they said, "Well, gringo is the term that we use for Americans only." <laughs> oh, yeah. fascinating! Mm-hmm. Any other foreign white man is referred to as a
1: guero. Oh, I've never even heard mm-hmm. that word before, guero. Me either, guero. So, what, I'm is not there a-, a literal translation for that word, or is it just oh, a foreigner?
0: And I, I, I never went beyond that. Let me pull up the translate app.
1: <laughs> you put you translate it. It's like pussy bitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Guero means war. Huh, that's concerning. Let me let me make sure I got the accent on here correctly. Warrior. Oh, that's so sick. Guero means warrior, Eric.
1: I don't know, dude. I don't I don't see that definition. I'm what I'm seeing is uh, a term of endearment tie. An informal way of saying whitey.
0: <laughs> oh shit, yeah. It actually translates to blonde. <laughs> I put one yeah, too yeah, many yeah.
1: R's. So unlike gringo, which generally refers to Americans, guero is used generally to refer to a lighter skinned person.
0: Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't fit the uh, description of gringo anymore. But I'm I think and it's I'm good, barely though. a guero after this I got this tan.
1: Dude, yeah. Good times and tan lines over there. Facts. But do you think, I think, like, being a gringo is worse than a guero. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, I think, like, they're just describing you physically if you're being described as a guero. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, oh, it's just a white guy who doesn't know the culture or maybe he doesn't know the culture, but they're just white. They stand out, right? Mm-hmm. Gringo is like some fat diet Pepsi drinking American. <laughs> hmm
0: 100% and you don't want to fall into that camp. Or maybe you no, do. No, definitely not. Well, that's the beauty definitely of being not. the like most powerful country on earth is wherever you go, they have to learn your language.
1: Yeah, that is true. Uh,
0: the Mexican man that shared this information with me, Eric, he also said why the term gringo has its name. And I don't know if I believe this story, but he said... That they call the Americans Green Ghosts because when the Mexican and American border was first established, a lot of American troops were down in the States and they always had green as their like apparel color, which makes sense. They're military man. So they kept calling them green ghosts, like go go away, (laughs) go home, greens. (laughs) Green (laughs) (laughs) ghosts. And this is
1: uh, Mexican told you this <laughs> yes so take it with a, a grain of salt a grain of salt yeah that's kind of interesting gringos do you think they're like ever doing the whole the paragliding the Hamas paraglide over the border <laughs> <laughs> be quite the move could, could be quite the move Ty <laughs> could be could be I'm curious if there is any further distinction made between like a white person from outside of Mexico with like a pale Mexican, (laughs) because like, (laughs) think about it. If say you're down there and maybe you live there like six months out of the year, are they able to distinguish someone like that? Because you're probably able to handle the spicy food at a much better rate than a typical visitor from,
0: Mm-hmm, Winnipeg, mm-hmm. so it's a me- a Mexican that looks white, like maybe maybe they a were
1: white guy who is experienced.
0: Oh, I see, I see, like a, an expat from a nord a Nordic country who mm-hmm. for some reason uh, feels more connected to the Mexican way of life.
1: Exactly, I'm just grabbing. He's able to roll there. their R's. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs>
0: Uh, i was initially imagining it's like more like it's just like a mexican man who never leaves their basement because they were one of the the (laughs) rare ones to cop a ps5 or
1: something (laughs) they've got there's five ps5s in mexico and they have (laughs) one of them yeah i don't know if there's any distinction there eric it doesn't matter if lettuce is green or brown we still call it lettuce that is true and it's the one vegetable i'll forever avoid in mexico Mm -hmm. facts the real breadheads will know why. Oh, dude. Like, I was thinking about your story when I
0: went there. And <laughs> the first thing I saw at the airport in Monterey during my layover was a subway. And oh, really? so I, I had to walk up there and I thought like, damn, I don't think I should eat subway here because <laughs> of Eric's lettuce story. And lettuce is the majority of a sandwich.
1: Yeah. I think that's honestly smart of you to not eat there because... Just like anything uncooked is at high risk of making you shit yourself, mm-hmm. like shit water for like a week. Yeah. <laughs> so and, <laughs> if you can avoid lettuce at the risk of that, I think it's smart. And this is the thing with the footlong is that
0: no, nothing <laughs> is cooked in the footlong. It's the only exactly. fast food where every it's a raw food diet, really. Like you could argue that toasting is like kind of like Siri in your steak. Like it's like rare. Get the bacteria mm-hmm. off. But I don't think oh, that's yeah. the case with toasting. I don't think they're running at a high enough temp.
1: Dude, so you can serve Subway at a raw bar.
0: Mm-hmm, totally. <laughs> <Like> <laughs>
1: instead of getting sandwich. a lobster roll, give me a little like three inch sub. Yeah, a two biter.
0: <laughs> so I didn't end up eating at Subway while I was there, but I did take some notes as I did immediately observe some cultural differences with the way the oh. Subway is set up.
1: So you popped your head into the way
0: pop my head in take a look at the line interestingly enough i think the mexicans have realized that lettuce is less popular there the oh. bin size was about an, the bin size for the lettuce and the tomatoes were both normal normal bucket size they didn't do the double or oh. triple
1: bins interesting yeah yeah if i were to like heavily generalize i would say mexico's more of like a meat and sauce place <laughs> than mm-hmm, like for sure like shredded lettuce. <laughs> yeah. This doesn't seem like it goes. Yeah. The meat still got their
0: like full size bins, the, the queen mattress, but they'd shove those tomatoes in a little tiny mm-hmm. one. I didn't get a chance to peruse the sauce selection. There was another patron blocking it. I wish mm-hmm. I could have, cause I'd be curious if they had anything extra spicy, mm-hmm. um, but I did get to take a look at the menu, Eric and the menu is for the most part the same. They don't call it a six inch in Mexico. They call it a 15 centimeter. I thought that actually, was weird. Yeah, for real. It's oh, on the menu.
1: <laughs> wow. I'm actually just, I'm actually very surprised by that, Ty, because like everywhere else in the world, it's a six inch, right? Yeah. I don't I, think that's the case. Even in Europe. Yeah. And yeah, here in Canada, in London, all six inch. Do you so, think like they just like I don't know. Are they save, they're saving them the conversion. But why? I don't
0: know. I just <laughs> looked up. I, I'm like, maybe it's like a more appealing word in Spanish. But the word is quince. And that's not very interesting. Quince. You wanna, quince. 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 Right. Quince. Actually, that sounds kind of dope. <laughs> quince. A lot foot Seis.
1: Seis is six, right? Si. Seis. inchos. <laughs> seis inchos. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, Ty. I think it still sounds better as a six inch, if I'm honest. Yeah,
0: yeah, me too. It has a ring to it, it and does. a bite.
1: So is there, what's the word for a footlong? Is it 30 centimeters <laughs> or is, it, is there a u- unique bespoke name for it?
0: Well, that's the weird part is I guess the footlong is such an iconic piece of subway lore that they ma- maintained that internationally, which is funny that they would like, Fold on the 6-inch. They're like, people aren't going to get that part. (laughs) They're not going to understand that.
1: Yeah, or why not just say half, like half a foot long? Yeah. That seems like a more elegant way to uh, describe half of something instead of like switching uh, units of measurement, you know? Yeah, totally.
0: In Spanish, foot long is pay de largo. That's the full one. Pied de Largo. There, I said, I just had Google read it to me. Pied de Largo.
1: Oh, okay. Interesting. It's whack. That is whack. (laughs) Gotta ask about the tortilla program. Anything? Like, do they have wraps there?
0: I couldn't tell. The wraps, just
1: like in America, are
0: pushed into the corner of the menu, out of sight, (laughs) out of mind. There may have been had more options. Maybe they offer flour or corn, but oh, uh, I, I I'm not at liberty to say.
1: That would actually be like an amazing distinction for a Mexican subway is to offer it in just a burrito by default. Yeah, kind of no, like a Chipotle, like you have to specify if you don't want a burrito.
0: Mm-hmm, that's the way you're like have to opt into the bread.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whoa. Yeah. Huh. I kind of like this. I kind of like this line of thinking here, Ty. There there should be way more Mexican ingredients if you think about it. Like, where's the salsa? You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? There's got to be some fresh pico de gallo. Maybe some, maybe an extended guacamole program too. I would be absolutely
0: livid if they charged me for guac down there. Like, that (laughs) shit's everywhere.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Did you yeah. uh, happen to get a peek at the meats?
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. All mostly the same. I did. There were some like interesting menu options. I took a photo of the menu. So, all kind of the same meats. They're just rendering it in different formats on the menu. We got like mostly the same Subway series. It's tough because it's all in. Spanish, so like I'm a I'm assuming that the, hamole guacamole is the holy guacamole or the green goddess re, rebranded. Mm. They have a, a one subway series called the boneless licious. <laughs> which sorry did you say did you say the border wall? <laughs> no boneless dude I don't know what this is. It's called the Boneless Licious. It's the number six on their menu. It's one of the chicken ones. So I think it's the chicken breast.
1: Oh, my bone. Oh, wait. There's oh, my boneless and then boneless licious.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I didn't read that one. Uh, Yeah. Oh, my boneless with an exclamation mark. So (laughs) I guess it's a big deal to have boneless chicken in Mexico. The other series, in the in the meats section, we have Steak It Easy, Montzabella,
1: and Costillas Holy Moly Guacamole. <laughs> Ooh. Dude, that sounds like a fucking fiesta. <laughs> yeah, dude. But it makes sense, though. Like, I feel like in North America, we've had boneless chicken for, like, decades. But I feel like when it came out, it was, like, the most incredible thing ever. Because you're like, wait, I don't have to mess around with a bone. Mm-hmm. and it's like when they took the seeds out
0: of watermelon holy shit
1: right <laughs> exactly so i can see them like really leaning into that as like a marketing thing because we did just like 10 15 years ago you know yeah yeah like yeah yeah Pizza Hut, boneless wings like that was like a that was insane when that came out
0: yeah that was huge so you're right that's that's a big deal if they're they're yeah. just a little bit
1: of a laggard in the in this world Mm-hmm. eventually really they'll be like us and assume that it's boneless and now like yeah if you were to get a bone in any meat you'd be like sending it back to the kitchen <laughs> for real when was the last time you
0: ordered like chicken at a fast food restaurant and thought i wonder <laughs> if there will be bones in this
1: <laughs> well to be fair uh, at a fast food chicken restaurant you would probably get like a drumstick or whatever Mm-hmm. or like a thigh a chicken thigh but like if i'm getting a sandwich like you don't need to tell me it's boneless like there's no way i'm eating a bone-filled sandwich
0: to <laughs> keep the bones out of my my sandwiches <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh other so okay the boneless thing also seems to be hitting in the value menu they don't call <laughs> it value menu down there they call it los de siempre como siempre which i directly challenge translated it which means the usual ones like always such a funny thing to put on a menu it's the usual ones Hmm. like always
1: the usual yeah it's interesting because even in spanish they say siempre twice which i assume Mm -hmm. is usual or always or both or both
0: i am very strange zooming into some of the photos i took here and it seems like there is a few other bread types that we don't have they have a bread type called ranch (laughs) (laughs) wait hold on hold on this can't be real oh maybe this is actually their sauce selection yes i i can't translate shit dude aderezo must mean sauce there's no way
1: yeah that's yeah okay well what's beside it is is there any other clues there yeah yeah we got Mayonnaise. Up.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, dude, but this is this is interesting because one of the sauces is salsa barbecue. That's, that's exciting. Salsa
1: barbecue. Oh, that's very nice. I like that. Mm-hmm. Are you googling the are you Googling the imagery right now?
0: I'm trying to pull up a translation of some of the other more interesting sounding ones. I should have done this before the episode. I didn't even realize there was <laughs> sauce on the menu. Okay, let's see oh, what dude. we
1: got here chipotle chipotle what is that why are you pronouncing <laughs> it like that you can just say chipotle <laughs> chipotle in english <laughs> <laughs> you sure it might be it might be spicier down there it probably is so wait did we appropriate chipotle and make it chipotle just like i think anglicized so. it I, th- I think we stole that from there we appropriated
0: it oh wow. shit there's something called salsa de alitas which is Translates Aritas. to wing sauce. Oh, wing sauce! That must go Aritas. with the boneless chicken. Probably olive oil is an option. Interesting. Oh, Cibola dulce. <laughs> what could this be? Oh, sweet onion. Cebola dulce.
1: Ah, dulce must be sweet sweet
0: mustard i wonder what that is oh maybe that's honey mustard <laughs> fascinating selection uh that anyways is... eric i did i didn't end up eating at subway i was a little bit too fearful of the vegetables yeah. i did eat some F- other smart. interesting things while i was in mexico i tried grasshopper for the first time oh quite crunchy how would I you also, uh, how are they prepared mm-hmm, fried with cheese In a tortilla. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) AI generated Mexican food.
1: Exactly. Any insect fried with queso and a little tortilla? Oh, yeah, dude. dude. Make a little ants, ants hill in me. I watched a YouTube vlog where someone was trying like some. Like crickets or some some crunchy bug. I have no clue what they were. And uh, he spent the next 15 minutes gagging on camera. Would you describe your experience as the same or different? Definitely different, dude. Because, like,
0: when it's prepared correctly, it should just take, taste like oil and salt, you know? Like, it shouldn't taste anything bit, no different than tempura batter. That, uh, that's my yes. perspective on it.
1: So, fry the living hell out of it to mm-hmm. remove any resemblance of an insect?
0: Yeah, it should only look like an insect in shape, but flavor and texture should be like just like a, a little, greasy ass crunch like the end like a, on. yeah or like a little tiny you know when you get like a little tiny sweet potato fry mixed in with the bunch some one that was clearly <laughs> the, the runt of the litter mm-hmm.
1: that's like what that. you want
0: it to taste like okay excellent what else did you put in your in your mouth <laughs> <laughs> um i tried some worm salt you can blend worm salt a worm salt yeah
1: what did you sprinkle that on?
0: <laughs> well, you kind of just put it on your finger and lick it when you're drinking oh, mezcal. God, it's a, it's man. a way to like cleanse the palate. I, I, whenever I'd go to a mezcaleria, they
1: would do that, offer oh. a little salt. So, and here in a first world country, Thai, you'd use table salt <laughs> after a tequila shot and like mm-hmm. maybe some lime. Uh, mm-hmm. Over there, they're dehydrating worms. And yeah, dude, crushing them and then using that instead—is that am I describing that right?
0: Yeah, I think they like starved a worm to death, dried it out, stuck it in a blend jet to hope it didn't catch fire, <laughs> and then put that dust on a plate next to a shot of mezcal. And honestly, it tastes <laughs> pretty good. They I think they mix in some spice with it, some chili powder. It's quite spicy.
1: Oh, muy bien. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's actually. Kind of interesting. Did you, would you describe it as like an umami flavor?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, big time. And as a vegetarian, I don't get much of that. So pretty excited when I'm like, oh, I feel like I could eat a worm and not go to hell.
1: <laughs> That's actually pretty amazing. Did you buy um like a little... Uh, jar of that stuff because i can see you sprinkling that on most dishes you make at home like yeah. babe more worm salt for you <laughs>
0: yeah it's like the <laughs> the new everything bagel seasoning for my
1: avocado toast <laughs> exactly Holy no shit. i yeah, didn't dude. bring it home. we don't need we don't need malden salt anymore just sprinkle some worm salt Dude, the last thing I want is like
0: a few fingers up my butt at the Canadian customs because I try to smuggle worm salt into the country. So, no, nah, that should stay in Mexico.
1: Damn. Probably for the better.
0: Yeah. You, uh, but you'll I, like it
1: too much is what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Once you go worm, you never go back. <laughs> once you find a worm that you fuck with, you got to put a ring on that.
0: Well, one thing I learned <laughs> that's really funny because all girlfriends
1: <laughs> are worms. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I uh, I did learn though that like food context is everything, Eric. Because one day I'm snorting worm salt, and the next day I order some tacos at a taco bar, and mm-hmm. when they I go to take a bite of one, I look in the slaw, and there's a little worm crawling around in it, and I Wait, didn't what? eat it. <laughs> it's not. It was a. It was a. It's smuggled in, you know. Wait, smuggled in where? Into my taco, the worm. Oh, a real one, alive.
1: And you didn't order that as an
0: extra? No, dude, this is an immigrant, this little worm. It was illegal.
1: It wasn't a little sweet green protein booster?
0: Well, it just made me realize this is why I don't get the Subway lettuce in Mexico. This is why we stay away from the greens
1: because there's worms in this slaw. But dude, yeah. I, didn't think- th- I didn't eat it. I didn't eat it. If you if you think you'll find a bug in Calgary subway, like imagine what you'll find at a subway in, in Mexico. <laughs> like Dude. you're going to find uh, probably a worm. You know what I mean? Some, some cockroach. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Cal- Calgary is one of the most lifeless places. So it was a good point of reference. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. That's quite literally the... If it survives in Calgary, it'll survive everywhere. Yeah, dude. Well, I did not want a parasite to
0: be, it would thrive in my stomach. (laughs) My stomach acid is very mild. (laughs) So I I didn't eat it. So it's kind of, I don't know. It's kind of funny. You know, you're like, oh, I'll eat lettuce in Vancouver, Mm -hmm. but not in Mexico. Oh, I'll eat worms if it's grounded to salt, but not if it's whole and crawling on my taco. It felt like a bit of a a picky.
1: Yeah. Mm You know the uh, like worm that is often found at the bottom of a mezcal bottle. Oh
0: yeah, some people slurp that? that back.
1: No, I'm not. That's not for me. I heard it's like <laughs> either good luck or maybe in honor or just very tasty at bare minimum to get the worm at the bottom. Like if your bartender offers you the worm, you should always take it. Kind of vibe. Mm, and yeah, I gotta say, Ty, I'm oh for one. I politely refused. That's okay, dude. I feel like yeah. these types
0: of like delicacies are like all made up by a culture just to mess with other cultures. I doubt that worm's good. I doubt any real Mexicans slurping that thing back. They just like to pawn it off on tourists. Cause I've heard <laughs> exactly. I've heard the same story with like turtle eggs. Like it's a sign of like in initiation into the culture if you're invited to eat a turtle egg because they're kind of like rare and it's oh. not considered very I don't know, like uh, appropriate to eat them. So you have to do it secretly. You know, you have to go find someone mm. who's got them and don't tell anybody crack one open, slurp it back. And mm-hmm. then you're a part, you're, you're on the inside. You after that you're in
1: the club. Yeah, for sure. It's just as evil as using uh plastic straws tie because you're affecting the turtle population. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. so if Either way a turtle dies. Exactly. Either way you're, just negatively fucking with the ecosystem. Mm hmm. Which is so, all rich people do. So I understand that it's part of a cult thing.
0: All rich people? Yeah, dude. That's what the whole point of power is to, to change the world. <laughs> exactly. To negatively affect your surroundings.
1: Yeah. <laughs> to um, but, shape reality to benefit you and only you. Mm hmm. I'm pro plastic straw, and I'm so happy that Mexico is as well. Like generally speaking, I don't think they've bought into the liberal ideas that we have here Mm, (laughs) surrounding the environment.
0: Definitely not. Like the concept of recycling doesn't exist there whatsoever. Granted, they don't have that much to recycle. Like I drink a few things out of a coconut, (laughs) you know, you just kind of throw it back. You put it back. after.
1: (laughs) That's the best kind of like ecological option. Something that I can just throw onto the highway when I'm done. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Guilt free. Yeah. Not even a crime. Exactly. It's kind of like there's a moral dilemma I have every time I have a banana when I'm like hiking. It's like, can I just throw the peel? You know what I mean? Like it's Mm kind of just organic. Like it's undisputable. I would love the government to just tell me their stance on that
0: because it's the same thing with Apple cores. I'm not like, like hell I'm lugging this back down the mountain. No, this yeah, is, this no is its final resting places up here, but I just exactly. want to know whether I need to
1: do it secretly or I can do it out in the open. <laughs> exactly. It's kind of like, um, <laughs> it's kind of like the, um, harm reduction program here in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. It's like, do I have to do this free meth in a corner somewhere hidden Mm -hmm. or can i just do it like right on main and hastings for sure like (laughs) do
0: i have a social obligation to like hide the the like the snort here or can i just do it out in plain sight can i do it on the bus you know
1: exactly exactly these are all questions we have to ask
0: yeah dude so that was a, mostly the extent of my dining experience in Mexico. I, I, I escaped the country with no food poisoning. I'm very proud of myself.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm curious how you are like finding these restaurants or, or food vendors and like vetting them to make sure that like this, like worm cell you're eating isn't going to like <laughs> make you hallucinate for 18 hours. <laughs> like, uh-huh. how are you, how are you kind of like sizing this guy up? I mean like, okay, this guy is, you know, you know, bueno, I can trust him. <laughs> yeah, dude, I mean, it's really tough
0: because I. one thing I've really learned about Mexico is that there's no signs for restaurants. I don't know how these businesses survive. They just put like three plastic <laughs> tables in the dirt outside of a house, and now it's a mm-hmm. restaurant. with. There's no sign, there's no menu. I don't know who works here, who doesn't, but Ty, they managed why, to
1: exist. This is why Subway, in theory, should do really well in Mexico because it's a scent-based uh, navigation you know what i mean <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like uh-huh. it's actually great for the visually impaired because you can just kind of smell your way around and be like oh they're making carnitas over here you know they're they're making uh something else over there i can just smell my way to the bread
0: honestly eric that is a great marketing
1: opportunity for subway
0: to appeal to a more like access accessibly inclined audience like (laughs) hey we we are the only fast food chain that caters to the smellless or actually to the blind really yeah
1: (laughs) exactly people who uh yeah exactly are just wandering on the beach Mm -hmm. (laughs) like most good folks are in mexico you know what i mean Mm -hmm. just kind of wander and then you see a guy carrying oysters and you're like yeah i'll try whatever that is sure
0: Mm -hmm. it is (laughs) weird how you can just sit on the beach and you can have a full meal. People will just come up to you with anything.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you haggle at all? Did you get a good price? Do you negotiate the price of that worm salt? I never haggle, Eric. I pay whatever they tell
0: me to do, and I get scammed so often because of it, but oh, I yeah, don't dude. care.
1: You love paying not... the tourist price. Hell the, yeah. The gringo price.
0: <laughs> if I tell them I'm a
1: guero, maybe they'll give me a
0: discount. That's
1: actually amazing piece of information that I'm going to use next time in Mexico. Mm -hmm. If someone calls me a gringo, even in an endearing way, I'll correct them and say, no, 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 I'm a guero. Yeah. I'll Immediately know that I mean business. Oh, they'll be able to tell
0: you can, you look Eastern European.
1: (laughs) That is true. I'm not a fat slob.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mexico is a funny place. I spend a lot of time meeting other people on the beach. Uh, Other residents of my small Mexican town that I Mm -hmm. was occupying uh, because of the language barrier, I ended up talking to people that mostly spoke perfect English, which was (laughs) gay French Canadians.
1: (laughs) I love that. So what do you
0: guys talk about? (laughs) Mostly, dude, I met so many gay French Canadians and they all have really, really interesting occupations and i don't know if that's like a requirement to be in that community i let me let me run let me run some by you i met a plastic surgeon a ballerina <laughs> a private detective and a guy who like runs a funeral home <laughs> oh
1: shit very highly specialized professions all of them yeah really cartoonish almost you know <laughs> <laughs> so interesting
0: I don't know what's up with that, but I feel like, I feel like there's like a, some sort of internal driver to like have a, have a a cinematic occupation. That's how, I guess that's why I'm a podcaster.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's exactly why. This sounds like a, like joke where it's like a plastic surgeon and a funeral home director walk into a bar together. (laughs) It's like. it really does where like, are they sharing know. clients like i want to know mm-hmm. it's like hey if that surgery doesn't go right you know who to call <laughs> there's something about like maybe you're
0: looking a little pale no <laughs> but a bit of a bony smile oh shit I, I there's a joke in there somewhere we could find it we can totally find
1: it if we were skilled enough
0: yeah but we're not this is why we're a, we're not on the front page of Plus spotify <laughs>
1: <laughs> of the now debunked
0: anchor.fm yeah exactly <laughs> we're not making the home screen that's okay Damn. we got other sponsorships in the, in the worst you guys listen to the ads at the beginning of the episode right like you didn't
1: skip them <laughs> right breadheads will be th- glad to know that i reduced it to one instead of two so that'll save you a couple of extra taps when you're skipping it
0: mm-hmm. we had the we have the sponsorships we just care about the the listener experience
1: yeah we have brands just begging to pay us money um, mm-hmm. but we said no we can't compromise the product
0: yeah dude
1: but speaking of being on front page ty i found a news article that i thought was worth sharing and it's kind of interesting because you come from you're coming from a tip uh a tipping place you know mm. what i mean mexico relies on tips quite a lot especially from gringos like ourselves
0: oh yeah i i I mostly forgot
1: to tip. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I, to be fair, if you're like paying for your own food, then you're good. But if mm-hmm. you're at an all inclusive, it's kind of like the culture to give a few extra bucks, which I disagree with personally, mm-hmm. but it is the norm. Thanks to our good friends down South. In the I'll United pay any States. amount of money to fit in, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's weird? I'll pay any amount of money to not tip. that's true too just literally charge me more that actually happened to me the other day the tip was included but it was optional i was like what is going on here this is very strange (laughs) pick one yeah just pick one Mm -hmm. Uh, but anyways ty turns out in fort lauderdale of all places there's a story of a waitress who was taking customers credit cards you know when you go to pay at a restaurant they just take your card and go to some magical secret place and then you just get a notification on your phone from Amex saying (laughs) it went through that kind of vibe. And then they come back with your card and you sign something at least as a tourist. I don't know. Barbaric. Yeah. It's barbaric, but I want to discuss this with you. So it turns out this waitress was caught spending like an insane amount of money on people's cards while she was back in the like kitchen or whatever. And then like running the customer's tab and then bringing the card back. So they'd get a notification saying like she spent like $3,000 on something with the person's card. And then they'd be like, what the hell is that? But it turns out they she's been caught and arrested for grand larceny. So that didn't last very long, apparently. And um, the article also talked about how America is now considering switching to a more modern approach where they bring you the credit card machine and then you do everything kind of like yourself, kind of like what we do here in Canada. What are your thoughts on it, this?
0: It makes so much more sense to do it the way we're doing it, because there's two opportunities for fraudulent behavior. There's when the when they take away the card to pre-auth it, and then again when they have to input the tip to take it off later. And they can put in any number they want. Mm, so that I just find it the entire thing. And you, you you've, you're come and gone at that point. You're not returning to the restaurant to if they if they add five bucks to their tip, are you going to go back there and fight for five dollars?
1: I don't think so. I think this is a typical poor versus rich scenario again. Because mm-hmm. Ty, if you have no money, that like one thousand dollar charge is life ruining because mm-hmm. <laughs> you're you're hitting the limit of your credit card. <laughs> you know what I mean? For sure, and You're being charged twenty percent interest on that. But if you are, you know, a loyal American Express cardholder. <laughs> You don't have to worry about that because you just dispute it and it's gone. Insane insurance. Yeah. Shane from Amex makes the problem go away. Exactly. Shane's the fixer. <laughs> he just <laughs> fixes things. I don't got to lift a finger. Dude, but that's I, crazy I do, though. I, I, I do want like uh, to though. Yeah, yeah. Because I think the real crime here is like moving towards a system where you're forced to be like, so any other plans tonight? <laughs> that's the real crime
0: dude yeah like take my card go pre-order a cyber truck or something i don't
1: care just don't make small talk with me exactly like if that's the fee for avoiding small talk i'll pay it
0: yeah ah shit okay so as the progressive country the country that's already adopted this system canada has not iterated on it and eliminated the next biggest problem which is the small talk exactly exactly how can we make the system better
1: to reduce that? Oh. I mean, I went to Red Robin not long ago <laughs> mm-hmm. and I don't know if this was intentional tie, but it worked out pretty well. <laughs> they just dropped off the machine and then left. <laughs> I love that. And then like you run your shit, You they don't even have to like you don't even have to like feel bad about not tipping because you just mm-hmm. they're not there. So you just do whatever and then you rip your own receipt and you leave. That's great. That's a great system. Yeah. How do you how do you feel
0: about the QR code to pay move? I've seen that on a few tables. Now that QR codes are everywhere.
1: Uh, not not for me. I don't want to use my phone. Like even the digital menus got to go in my opinion.
0: Gotcha. you want to tap the real the real card. Exactly. Clink.
1: Also, have you ever used those QR codes like accurately?
0: No, like I, I've right. never
1: once used it and it's been correct or well, like the right table. <laughs>
0: well fuck dude yeah I, I open the qr code up and then they're like if they if they have my i like my order pre pre-arranged in there then they're just like you're you're almost done just enter your billing address I'm <laughs> like, god damn it i'm not doing this right now
1: yeah exactly create an account like <laughs> yeah. no thank you like i do not want to mm-hmm. do that yeah um and it's kind of like those parking apps it's like every restaurant is different it's like using a different software so you mm-hmm. got to create like a bunch of accounts, have different apps on your phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, technology should not invade every aspect of life. Just take my credit card, go in the back. I don't want to talk to you. Bring me the thing with a nice branded pen that I can steal. Mm-hmm. You know <laughs> what I mean? Let me write down no tip and then take the pen and then I'm good to go. <laughs>
0: Perfect. <laughs> uh, that's how things should be, you know? Exactly. Maybe, maybe we don't need change here.
1: Yeah, dude. Let's let's heal nature and go back to what we should be doing.
0: Yeah, dude, it's 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 a fair compromise, you know? Like you get a branded pan; they get to buy a Stanley <laughs> mug on your credit card. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. Dude, they're paying for a Stanley mug on um on goat.com. It's like mm-hmm. $800. Yeah, they're getting the highest bid with your Amex card. <laughs> you know, what I realized that like just wait, I'm waiting for the day for like typical suburban like middle America moms to fight about essence.com. Cause they have so many Stanley cups in stock. <laughs> I was oh, like, no. why are they fighting at Walmart for this? Just go and order from our favorite Montreal uh, retailer. Dude, it's the
0: same problem as like finding groceries at the beginning of the pandemic. If you went to a normal <laughs> grocery store, good luck. But if you go to any of the bougie grocery stores, fully stocked, you know, because no one wants to stay. Everyone would rather complain and fight. For a mm. box of Lucky Charms at your your big big box grocery, whereas for a couple dollars more, you have a first-class experience.
1: Exactly. You get the first-class experience and a healthier cereal.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I did have some good first-class grocery experiences in Los Angeles last week, Eric. Oh, hell yeah. I visited for the first time mm. Lazy Acres. Are you familiar with this this chain of groceries?
1: No, never heard of
0: it. There's two locations I'm aware of, likely more. One's like at the bottom of the road to Griffith's Observatory, and the other one is out in South Bay at Manhattan Beach, where I was posted up all winter. Mm-hmm. But it's offering a similar experience to Irwan, but slightly more obnoxious.
1: Because <laughs> I didn't know that was possible.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. There's like less food in there that's actually edible. Like the most, like <laughs> <laughs> the most normal thing. I tried to buy some flour in there. Oh man. They have every type of flower besides the normal one.
1: Oh, no. Yeah, dude, <laughs> and, like, white flower is banned. You yeah, dude.
0: You're, you're like, okay, well, I guess I'll get some ground up chickpeas or worms or something. Um, and the weird part about the flower section, I'm just going to double click into this for a moment. Is that it like perfectly gradiates into kelp powder? <laughs> and you're like, okay, where does wow. the where does the almond flower stop and like the seaweed powder start? <laughs>
1: Interesting. That's yeah, actually... I'll never understand like health, health nuts. You know what I mean? Like Mm. people who are like, oh, I could never eat ground flour has to be sea flour. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like what, what made you come to that conclusion?
0: Yeah, dude. I don't know how you like trial and error your your way to that. Like who's watching the like flour comparison YouTube videos. It's certainly not
1: (laughs) me. (laughs) There's definitely a subgenre on just flour. You know what I mean? A 45 minute Mm -hmm. documentary perhaps. Yeah, but it's all food ties t- is poison, so we're we're fucked anyway.
0: Yeah, we're gonna die. Um, <laughs> well, the one food though that isn't poison, Eric, though, and maybe the best food on earth is that I finally tried the Haley Bieber smoothie at Eric. Oh hell yeah! And I know Let's you go. are familiar with this this little little treat, this little thirty dollar mm-hmm. treat for a smoothie.
1: Breadheads will know that I described it as the perfect smoothie.
0: Man, I think you're right, Eric. It was squishy. It was cozy. It was sweet. Oh, yeah. It was, it it tasted kind, you know? It tasted nice to me. It was like, it was like the
1: milkshake equivalent of a Teletubby. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, just like a nice, it's like literally if Hayley Bieber herself gave me a hug. (laughs) That's how I describe it. It's like, yeah I, dude it's like thank you it's like that was nice
0: <laughs> mm, yeah you're like i feel i felt good about myself while i was ordering it drinking it and afterwards like my, my i think my skin was genuinely looking clearer the next day my pores sh- 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 and i sh- slunked up
1: <laughs> i got smaller was it her dad that was arguing with the palestine protesters
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that guy needs to oh that's wait, not alec <laughs> wait which one's her dad I don't know. Her uncle is Alec, and he needs Wait. to stay out of controversy right now.
1: Let's just see. Yeah, but dude, the one I, who I shot miss- someone on on set is this same guy.
0: That's her uncle, Mister Baldwin.
1: They're both Baldwin.
0: The, well, this is Alec. Alec shot. Alec shot first.
1: <laughs> that's right. On NBC, Alec Baldwin clashes with pro-Palestine demonstrators. <laughs> this of mm. them just like arguing with them. So that's not her dad,
0: right? Man, the man cannot escape controversy, dude. That movie was so good. I'm still Stephen thinking Baldwin about it. That's her Steve, dad. Steve, classic boomer
1: name. I'm, I'm like so in a rabbit hole now. Like, what movies has this guy even made?
0: Is he an actor? I didn't even know. I thought he was just like part of like the Freemasons or something.
1: <laughs> the uh, yeah, the deep state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's an actor. Who the whole family is like in in show business tie. <laughs> Damn, that's show business, baby. Oh, yeah. He was in A Walk With Grace. I've never heard of that. Oh, hold on. Mm-hmm. Let me just sort by popularity. The Usual Suspects. Mm. Our yep, original podcast is listening to this, like punching the wall right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, how do they not know? Well, Steve. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Big SB. <laughs> That's kind of it, Ty there's, yeah, I would say that's about it,
0: that's okay. There's only one Baldwin that's relevant to me, and that's the smoothie making mogul <laughs> I will say though, Eric, when I ordered this smoothie when when I went to the counter and asked the nice Air one employee for it, they made me feel like such an idiot because they you know what they said to me they what? said they said, Are you a member? And I was like. <laughs> Ah oh, shit, I didn't even know I, I could be. I'm not. That's I'm when not you, a member. That's when you I feel like an idiot. Not yet. <laughs> oh, membership's pretty good. Do you know what the airwheel on membership
1: program is, Eric? Uh, from what I understand, you get the ability to like text with the store. Mm-hmm. Is that I'll pull is, were you aware of that? <laughs> I,
0: I did I, I don't know all the perks actually. I should know them. What I do know is you get five smoothies a year for and it's a hundred dollars.
1: So that's a pretty good deal already. Oh, well that's already you're already profiting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cause like the Bieber smoothie is 18, right?
0: Yes. So if you order order five Bieber smoothies or try the Selena Gomez smoothie <laughs> or whatever other ones.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say there's a Gomez smoothie or or is it a Benny Blanco? milkshake
0: <laughs> something like that <laughs> there's a lot of perks here actually one of them is going to blow your mind so you get your free smoothies you get free delivery on orders obviously you get to be a part oh. of their lifestyle collective which is discounts on other brands mm. money back once
1: probably Iaga? get
0: a probably get a, a Leoblet, Siaga perk or maybe a personal shopper um the weird one though is you get a, a complimentary tonic drink every month as well they'll mail yeah. you a, they'll partner with an innovative brand and the last month was the super fueled coffee from ex-sponsor layered superfoods oh no yeah so air one is supporting the layer, layered
1: industrial complex yeah our biggest op mm-hmm. that's too bad <laughs> But I heard you can also text them. Maybe that's not a perk of the membership, but I'm pretty sure you can just, like, text a number and, like, somebody at the store will reply. So you can ask them, like, got any kelp flour? And they'll be like, yeah, one bag left. Should I hold it for you? Damn, that's a nice feature. Amazing perk. Comes in handy when you have, like, benign questions like, are you open on Thanksgiving? Things like things that I had to go through.
0: (laughs) Yeah, dude, or incredibly niche dietary needs, like... Do you have any more caffeinated water?
1: hmm You know Which what? People I did were buy so, uh... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wow.
1: Let's hear more about that. Was it sparkling? <laughs> it was,
0: of course. Can you imagine oh, buying nice. flat water? That's caffeinated. Like, what? I guess that's like coffee. Wait, that why don't coffee. they make carbonated coffee? I think they do. Do they? I've never seen it. It's probably, like, it was um, probably right next to the can I bought, to be honest. It's probably
1: there. It seems like it's in the realm of feasibility, Mm -hmm. either like a cold brew that is sparkling. I'm pretty sure I've had a sparkling cold brew, if I'm honest. Mm. Uh, And then the other one would be like an espresso tonic.
0: Yeah, that's right. An espresso tonic would technically classify the twisted minds (laughs) at Starbucks Enterprise have either attempted this or offered it. There's no way there's no way this has
1: not crossed a desk there. (laughs) Exactly. But I found like at One, everyone was like a little bit too helpful. It's like they were really cheery and like super down to help. And I was just kind of like, I need like an hour to just take this all in. Can You leave me alone. (laughs) Dude, this is the challenge with like
0: entering the next tier of any experience. Like I was on, I was front row premium cabin of my Boeing flight home. Fuck yeah. First class baby. And the like. Assigned stewardess to my three rows would, would not leave us alone. Like, just stop offering me complimentary bottles of glasses of wine. Like, I just wanted oh, some shit eye here. Just quit waking me up to give me snacks.
1: I love that. Was this, so, you said premium economy?
0: No, premium cabin.
1: Oh, talk to me. Yeah, Tell dude. me more, Ty. What is this? Row this one, is baby. Of, was this business class? First class, the front of the plane. The front of the plane?
0: Yeah. I got the very first row
1: seat <laughs> with That's the amazing. celebrities and rich people types. Yeah. It was pretty sick. But is this it's not like a lie flat though, right? This is like a 737.
0: Yeah, we're talking 737. So it really is premium business at the end of the day. Like we're not we're not getting like uh a recliner, but we are getting a little extra cushion on each side. Mm-hmm. We're getting complimentary water bottles, we're getting a nice mushroom ravioli, you know, with like, like with proper glassware and cutlery,
1: no plastic. Yeah, buddy. Dude, that's, that's amazing. This is like, like, (laughs) there's multiple types of autism in the world. (laughs) There's like the one that makes you successful. And the other one is like, I know that all the layouts of every plane, (laughs) like all the seating configurations of every 737 and, Mm -hmm. and beyond. So I'm happy you made it home on, on time and, and safe, Ty, because we've had some Boeing problems in the world as of late. Oh, 100
0: percent, dude. My iPhone did not leave the aircraft, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> the screw so we stayed on every airplane panel.
1: <laughs> dude, if you were on the exit row, it would might have been a different story. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. This Scary. is why I always leave my seatbelt buckled. You don't know what's going to happen. You could be pulled dude. right out of
1: there. If you got sucked out of the plane, if my co-host got sucked out of a plane, I don't know how I could continue. This would be crazy.
0: You'd have to continue for me, Eric. It would be the best pub- publicity for Think Fresh Podcast.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> that would be the worst way to reveal our identities. <laughs> it's like, it's like, like two data points, like first one is i have to end the podcast because my co-host died in a plane crash (laughs) and then the second one is this person died in a plane crash like oh fuck i wonder who hosts the podcast think fresh (laughs) damn Damn, it
0: how's how's that for a (laughs) eulogy wow
1: (laughs) unbelievable hmm shit well we just broke an hour tie how do we feel any more topics
0: Uh, we should probably call it, our breadheads only have so much stamina. They can eat 12 inches, but they can't listen to 60 minutes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're right. Let's save something for our 300 episode. That'll be a big moment uh, coming up on Friday. Don't forget to tune in.
0: Yeah, 300 episodes, baby. One Almost one for every day of the year. It's pretty exciting.
1: <laughs> That's pretty exciting. That's Yeah, We're it's already been three years since we've potted, right?
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have lost one, track of time. We could be on the fourth. We're in the fourth year of podcasting. We're coming we into it.
1: I think it's like summertime was our mm. anniversary. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to look at our calendars to figure out when we recorded episode one. I hope you're getting me a nice present this year
0: for the anniversary. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll have to use our remaining Blendjet bucks to pay for mm-hmm. a nice dinner.
0: <laughs> More on that next episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a cliffhanger for you guys. All right. Okay. Think fresh, everybody. Ciao.
1: Ciao.